Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Seerah, and much more. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Na'hmadahu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyiyati a'malina man yahdi allahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh أرسله بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصيهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور يعزمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدع ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم عمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم إن شاء الله in today's خطبة I will talk about a subject which is of great importance for the Ummah and it has a great impact on the Ummah as well which is the role of the scholars in Islam Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned in the Quran in Surah Al-Fatir that وَمِنَ النَّاسِ وَالدَّوَّابِ وَالْأَنَعَامِ مُخْتَلِفٌ أَلْوَانُهُ كَذَلِكَ إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَجِيزٌ غَفُورٌ صدق الله العظيم Allah Azza wa Jal in this ayah giving us the definition of a scholar when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that indeed the scholars are the one among the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the definition of a scholar given by Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who fears Allah Azza wa Jal. And of course, that the fear comes in when we know Allah Azza wa Jal. And to know Allah Azza wa Jal, we have to have the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala conveyed to us through His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that's where as far as the definition goes, but we can find many ayat in the Quran and the hadith 
that talks about the importance of the scholars as well. And I will go into the other aspects of the scholars as well. It's not just one-sided picture that we'll talk about the scholars that Allah has raised their levels. At the same time, you have to understand who are those scholars and then the counterpart of very same scholars as well exist. Allah Azza wa Jal says, قُلْ هَلْ يَسْتَبِ الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that are those who know they are same as, equal as the one who do not. إِنَّمَا يَتَذَكَّرُ أُولُوا الْبَابِ Allah Azza wa Jal says only those endowed with understanding, understanding that who take the heed. And similarly, many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that talks about the importance of the scholars and the status of the scholars in the sight of Allah Azza wa Jal. And it is important for us to understand that status within the framework of Islam. We cannot understand one thing from Islam and then when it comes to some other parts, we take it from somewhere else. It has to be taken as a whole. There's a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is a muttafaqun alayhi hadith reported by both Imam Muslim and Bukhari in the Sahihain. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said When Allah subhanahu wa wishes the khair for him, goodness for him, Allah Azza wa Jal gives him the understanding of the deen. And similarly, the one who is on the way or the path of learning the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions about him, مَنْ صَلَكَ طَرِيقًا يَلْتَمِسُ فِيهِ عِلْمًا سَهَّلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ طَرِيقًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ Whoever travels a path, Seeking the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah makes, makes it easy for him a path to the Jannah. Whoever is seeking the ilm, seeking the knowledge, Allah makes it easy, the path to the Jannah. And I can go on and on about the issue of the ulama, which are mentioned, the status, the ranks mentioned by Allah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I'll just give a couple of more examples and move on to the real subject which is important, important from the perspective of today's time and age that we are living in. When it comes to the knowledge, the hadith of Rasulullah mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not take away the, the knowledge. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes away the scholars because they are the one who are the carriers of the knowledge. The one who understands the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal, on whom it is an obligation to convey this message that they are carrying the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. That does not take the rest of us away from gaining the knowledge. But we know that there are always differences, differences in the understanding or how much one person carries the knowledge compared to the other. Even among the best generation, which is the generation of the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we find that some Sahaba were good at some sort of a knowledge of the deen, while the others were better at the other kind. 
Like when we talk about Ibn Abbas or Ubay bin Ka'ab. We talk about that their understanding of the Qur'an. When we talk about Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu his understanding of the fiqh. When we talk about Ali radiallahu his knowledge about the judgment, being a judge. Or when we talk about inheritance, the name comes to our mind is uh, uh, Zayd bin Thabit radiallahu Or the understanding about the Qur'an as well. And on and on and on. So there are differences among the scholars that we can see as well. That is all good. But at the same time, the main thing that makes a person a scholar, beyond the, besides the knowledge, is the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not there, that, not, that knowledge, the very same knowledge the person is carrying, that can become a cause for his destruction as well. Like one of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about that the, the three people who will be judged the first, among them, one of them will be the scholar as well. When Allah azza wa jal will ask him that what did he do in the dunya even though Allah azza wa jal knows the best. He will ask him, and he does, the scholar in the dunya, he will say, Oh Allah, you gave me the knowledge and I conveyed that knowledge to the people. And Allah Azza wa will say to him, You lie. You carry this knowledge only to the people, so the people will call you, you are knowledgeable. They will praise you. You are a show off basically. And Allah Azza wa will command the malaika to drag him on his face to the hellfire. This is, we're talking about a person who was a scholar in this dunya. And we talked about that previously already a little bit that Allah and His Messenger has raised the status of the scholars. So scholars have high status in the deen of in Islam as long as they do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them to do. Now, that's the one aspect of the scholars. Now the other part is the one who are on the receiving end from the scholars. So the people who are the one who are gaining, gaining the knowledge, they go to the scholars for the purpose of learning the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To understand what Allah azza wa wants from us. How to act in this dunya in all the affairs of life. So whenever we are not aware of something, we go to the one who is aware of that knowledge. Means we go to the scholars. But even that is bounded by certain framework. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa, بَعَوْذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمُنُوا عَتِعُوا اللَّهَ وَعَتِعُوا الرَّسُولَ وَأُولِي الْأَمَرِ مِنْكُمْ أُولُوا الْأَمْرِ مِنْكُمْ They are all people who believe, all you who believe, obey Allah and His Messenger and the one who are in authority over you, from among you, the one who are applying the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal over you, not the one who are applying kufr over you. فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Allah Azza wa Jal is saying that if you differ, if you have a tanaza, if you have a conflict with what these people, that these people are saying, the one who have authority over you, and the authority some of the fuqaha have defined as even the scholars if they come and give you something, if you have conflict, take it back to Allah and His Messenger. 
It's not the issue of the, you will not find the ayat and a hadith that are saying that you are bound to follow the scholars. You are bound to follow that scholar, school of thought, this school, or this masjid, or that jama'ah, or that hazab, or that group, or this or that. We are always commanded to follow Allah and His Messenger. Even when we go back to the scholars, even somebody goes back to his group or his masjid, he goes back to understand what Allah wants from him. Not to just blindly follow those people. So we are bound to follow Allah and His Messenger. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا كَانَ لِلْمُؤْمِنٍ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا قَضَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا أَنْ يَكُونَ لَهُمُ الْخِيَارَةُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَعْسِي اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَ فَقَدْ ضَلَّ ضَلَالًا مُبِينًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, It is not fitting for a believer man, believing man or woman, to, when Allah and His, Allah and His Messenger has decided something, to have any other choice but to follow Allah and His Messenger, whosoever, and whosoever disobeys Allah and His Messenger, for sure he is on a clear misguidance. But when we even talk about, so we already talked about, when we talk about the scholars, or a group even people are following, even a masjid when people say, we, question, we should question ourselves when we say, oh I am following my masjid. What does that mean by a person is following his masjid? Masjid is just walls made up of walls and roof and whatsoever, doors and windows. Nobody follows walls and doors and windows. We follow at the end of the day what the masjid, the people who have knowledge among them are telling us. What Allah wants again. Even when we are listening to the scholars, we are going back to Allah and His Messenger. We want to know from them because they are the carriers of the knowledge so they can tell us what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. And I said, now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the carrier of the message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was not coming up from his own mind what to be followed. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-Tahreem, Ya ayyuhan nabi, lima tuharrimu ma ahallallahu lak? O messenger, O prophet, why do you make something haram that Allah has made it halal? I'm not going to go to the detail of this ayah, the incident of the honey that Rasulullah had with his wife. But the idea to understand is, even the messenger Muhammad وسلم, was bound by the wahi. He was the conveyor of the wahi. He is the messenger, that's what we call him. We call him by Rasul, the one comes with the risala. The risala is coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The message is for, as a messenger coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah is not saying making up things from his mind. He does not say speak anything from his own desires. Whatsoever he says, it is the wahi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to him. Now, going back to the subject of what should I be doing? I understand the status of the scholar Allah has made. A hadith Rasulullah has mentioned that they are high status at the same time. They are bound by the Quran and Sunnah. That for a scholar to be a scholar, he has to have the fear of Allah Azza wa Jal. That's the basic definition of a scholar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not connect right away to the, to, the, to the knowledge. The fear of Allah is very important for a scholar to be a scholar. Otherwise, shaitan has a lot of knowledge. 
Otherwise, many Orientalists have a lot of knowledge about the Quran and Sunnah even. But they are abusing the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can wait to us. So now up to us, when we follow, we should not be the one who are following the scholars blindly. And when we go to them, we go with this niyyah, with this understanding, that this scholar, I, I trust in him that he's going to give me the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why we go to the scholars. Otherwise, the very same scholar, and the person who's taking the things from the scholar actually, he can be in the state of committing a shirk. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah subhanahu says that they took their ahbar and ruhban, monks and the rabbis, as their rub, as their lords. Allah subhanahu wa connected this idea of following them blindly as shirk. Because when this ayah was recited in front of Ali bin Hatim, when he was not a Muslim, he said, but we did not, we did not follow, or we did not make our rabbis and monks as the Rabb, Arbab. As mentioned by Ibn Kathir in his tafsir about this ayah. And Rasulullah asked him the question, did you make whatever those monks and the rabbis said halal is halal, whatever they said haram is haram? He said yes. And Rasulullah that's what it means by making them as your Rabb. That's what it means by making them as your Lord. That's what it means by doing the shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we are making partners with Allah. Because Allah is the one who has the right to make halal and haram. He is the only one who has this right to make halal and haram. None of us have this right. As a scholar, a person can go and dig up the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. Again, it's Allah Azza wa Jal who gives us halal and haram and it's not anybody else. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about another place in Surah Tawbah. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu inna kathira min al-ahbari wa ruhbani la yakuluna amwal al-nasi bil-ba'tili wa yasudduna an sabilillah. وَالَّذِينَ يَكْنَذُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِدَّةِ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ فَبَشِّرْهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Subhanallah, this ayah is very clear talking about three categories of people. The one who really run the affairs of the world in general. The one who have wealth. The one who have power. The one who are considered as the one, oh, they are worshippers, very nice people. We should be looking up to them. And the one who are knowledgeable. These are the three people are mentioned. And when it comes to the ulama, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, those people, the, the ahbar and ruhban, who are those ahbar and ruhban? The knowledgeable one among the Jews, the, the worshippers among the Christians, they, they devour the wealth of the people and they raise the, the barriers in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They raise the barriers in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the scholars of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now why, you'll be saying, why this brother is talking about the, the Yahud and Nasara and then telling us things? Because Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has warned us that my ummah will be following the previous nations foot by foot and inch by inch. And when the Sahaba asked, and if it goes into a lizard hole, they will follow him. When Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, are you talking about Yahud and Nasara? And Rasulullah says, and who else? And another, another report talks about, and it was asked, are you talking about the Romans and the Persians? And Rasulullah said, who else? So the following them, 
Then which means by that is, now when we read this ayat, think of it. Are we following them also in this case, when it comes to the scholars as well? And unfortunately, we find in many cases the answer is yes. It is getting to the point that people are following the scholars blindly. And if we are in that category, we should watch out. If a scholar comes out and making riba halal, usury halal, which is a clear haram in Islam, and we continue to follow or look for the scholar who can tell me it is halal. If a scholar comes up and he's okay with ikhtalat or mixing of the men and women, giving all sorts of excuses, oh yeah, it's okay. Then there is a problem here. Because he is going, uh, going against the Quran and the Sunnah. This is not where the following the scholar is allowed. If we are just, even though somebody comes and gives us the evidences from the Quran and the Sunnah clearly, and we say, no, 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 no. My scholar says this, in some cases, or oh, my masjid says this, they even have no idea when they're saying masjid. What does it mean by masjid? Masjid does not talk. There's somebody inside the masjid is talking. Who is that person? That should be asked. Is it a valid opinion? Is it from Quran and Sunnah? If it's not, then this is not acceptable. And if we follow it, we are doing the same thing as Yehud and Nusara did. If the scholar comes up and starts saying that it is okay, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the rules, oh, we can make the rules also. In a hukmu illa lillah, no, but we can make the rules. Yes, we had Islam, now we have democracy. Yes, we had Islam, now we have communism. Yes, we had Islam, we have socialism. We are the one who have the balance in the dunya and deen. We put the dunya on one side and deen on the other side. My brothers and sisters, whoever is listening, there is no correct concept like this or saying there's a balance in deen and dunya. The moment we say there's a balance, we have put deen separate from the dunya. dunya deen is supposed to run the dunya as well. So let's get out of this understanding. I am trying to juggle two things. I'm coming up with the idea of secularism here. Islam is the one that runs the affairs of my spirituality, my politics, my economy, my social system, my foreign policy, whatsoever it is. And it starts from even if you go the way you enter into the bathroom and the way you exit the bathroom and whatever you do in between as well. And until you die, whatsoever you do in between. Everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us. We have revealed this book and it gives the answers, explains everything in it. So let's not be fooled and follow the footsteps of the Yahud and Nasara or the Romans and the Persians and start following them which will lead us to the hellfire. The only correct way if we want to enter into the Jannah is the path that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam came with and that path of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam includes that this deen has to be implemented in a way of way of life not just make it a spirituality for us and we will find that unfortunately that time and day we are going through just the last thing which I mentioned last week also but it is important because today again because of this funeral of the queen the symbol of oppression, the one who is the symbol of slavery, the symbol of stealing the wealth, symbol of colonialism, the very same queen unfortunately will find, oh many of the messages will be making dua for her. Unfortunately, people will be making dua. I was watching the video from UK, 
They're praising the king now. Subhanallah, how low have we fallen? So let's not become the victim of hiding behind the scholars. No scholar is going to save us on the day of judgment. The scholars will not be able to save themselves unless they've done what Allah commanded them. So let's be the one who love Allah and His Messenger and who want to follow Allah and His Messenger to the fullest extent within the capability of whatever we have. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com. 